Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. This episode is a Bible study on part three of chapter seven of the book of 1 Corinthians. If you haven't checked out my previous Bible studies, I do have my Bible studies and the study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire, just like the name of this podcast. And I'll have the link in the show notes of this episode, but you can also just go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Feels My Fire, and request to be added in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll see a tab that says Guides. Click on that tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Before we get into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer, so if you would please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. Please open up our eyes, our ears, our hearts, and our minds to you, Lord. Please give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and the wisdom to implement it in our daily lives. And Lord, I pray that whatever it is that each person is supposed to receive from this Bible study, that they receive it and they implement it in their daily life. I love you with every ounce of my being. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, now let's get into this Bible study. So I'm just going to pick up where we left off last week at verse 25. Now about virgins. I have no command from the Lord, but I give you a judgment as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. Because of the present crisis, I think that it is good for you to remain as you are. Are you married? Do not seek a divorce. Are you unmarried? Do not look for a wife. But if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. But those who marry will face many troubles in this life, and I want to spare you this. What I mean, brothers, is that the time is short. From now on, those who have wives should live as if they had none, those who mourn as if they did not, those who are happy as if they were not, those who buy something as if it were not theirs to keep, those who use the things of the world as if not engrossed in them, for this world in its present form is passing away. I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord, But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife, and his interests are divided. As an unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs, her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to the Lord." All right, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. In verse 25, Paul is addressing unmarried people here, but he says virgins because back in those days, most people in a Christian household would be a virgin if they were unmarried. What Paul says in verse 26, it seems like in that time, there was a persecution or certain crisis that was going on in the city of Corinth. So he says in that present time, that he thought it was good for them to remain as they are. So if they were married, to remain married, or if they were unmarried, to remain unmarried. In that present time with the certain circumstances that they were facing, it wasn't important for them to go and try and find a husband or wife or to get divorced in that time, but to just remain where they were. He says in verse 28 that those who marry will face many troubles in life, so he wants to spare them of this. Whenever we are married, we no longer just have to worry about ourselves and what God wants us to do, but we also have another person that we have to worry about their well-being and making them happy and supporting and loving them. 
And so you're going to face troubles, not just in everyday life, but also in marriage life and just having to navigate living with another person and not only worrying about yourself, but also worrying about that other person and your kids and all of the different things. So he's saying here, if you're not married, then not to try and get married in that present time because there would be a lot more troubles that you're going to face with marriage and there was already a crisis going on in the city of Corinth. There was already persecution or different things that were going on in that time. So he wanted to spare them of having the added trouble of marriage. Which marriage is not all trouble and hardships, but there is a lot of trouble and hardships in marriage. And if you're married, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not married, but I know that there are, you know, different things you have to face and you do have to make sure that you're not just living for you, but also for your husband or wife and for your kids. And there's just a lot more to it than just worrying about yourself and being fully submitted to the Lord. You also have to be submitted to your husband or wife. So in verse 29, when Paul says that the time is short, we can see in Matthew chapter 24, verse 44, I'm just going to read it real quick with you guys here. So you also must be ready because the son of man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. And in that whole chapter, Jesus is talking about the signs of the end of the age and the day and hour are unknown of Jesus returning. So we always have to be ready because no one will know when Jesus comes back. So like Paul says in these verses here, people that have wives should live as they have none and all of the different things that's going on in our life, the most important thing is being ready for when Jesus returns, which means we need to be spreading the gospel, teaching people about the truth of God's words, staying in constant prayer in relationship with Christ, seeking to live and have a heart like Jesus, living our life for the Lord and letting as many people as we possibly can know about Jesus and how he's changed our lives and hope that they may be saved and go to heaven also when it's their time to go. So the most important thing wasn't about who's married or unmarried, but being ready for when Jesus returns. And that's still the most important thing today. And verses 32 through 35. Paul is telling these people that whenever you're married, you're not only concerned about the Lord, but you also are concerned about the world and how you can please your husband or wife. As someone that is unmarried, you can devote all of your time and attention into pleasing the Lord and being concerned about God's will and being fully submitted to it. And in verse 35, Paul is saying that he's saying these things for their own good and not to restrict them, but that they may have an undivided devotion to the Lord. It's so important for us to be fully devoted to the Lord. And even if we're married or not, we should always put God first and have God in the center of our relationships and our marriages in the center of our life and always put him first and be fully submitted to his will, no matter what. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 36. If anyone thinks he is acting improperly toward the virgin he is engaged to, and if she is getting along in years and he feels he ought to marry, he should do as he wants. He is not sinning. They should get married. But the man who has settled the matter in his own mind, who is under no compulsion but has control over his own will, and who has made up his mind not to marry the virgin, this man also does the right thing. So then, he who marries the virgin does right, but he who does not marry her does even better. A woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes. But he must belong to the Lord. 
In my judgment, she is happier if she stays as she is. And I think that I too have the Spirit of God. Alright, so those are all the verses of chapter 7 of 1 Corinthians, but I'm going to discuss these verses with you guys here. And verses 36 through 38, like Paul has been saying in the other verses, it's okay to marry and it's okay not to marry. It's even better not to marry because then you don't have to worry about being devoted to someone else, but you can be fully devoted to the Lord and you can be undivided in making sure that you're only pleasing the Lord. And that's why it's so important whenever we are making any decision in life that we are praying and staying in constant relationship with God and studying our Bible and learning the truth of God's words and making sure that before we do make any decision that it's what God has intended for us and it feels right in our heart and that is what the Holy Spirit has guided us to do. In verses 39 through 40, Paul is saying here that if a woman's husband dies, then she's free to marry, but it's better for her to just stay unmarried. Paul was unmarried and he liked being unmarried because he was fully submitted to the will of God. He let the Holy Spirit guide him. He went and preached the gospel of Jesus and devoted all of his time to preaching the gospel and to living his life for Jesus and seeking to live and have a heart like Jesus. Paul didn't have to worry about the added stresses of marriage and trying to make someone else happy, but he did everything to please the Lord. Alright, so that concludes part 3 of chapter 7 of the book of 1 Corinthians. Next week, we're going to go into chapter 8, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys!